Hey everyone, Joe here from Modern Heathen Man. How are you all today? I'm here with quite a few people. If you'd like to introduce yourself, I'm here with my wife Kelly. Hello. Our Volva Jackie. Our Volva Jackie. Sterling. Mr. Sterling. And a newcomer, a person who's not heathen. Scott. Scott. And Jason is over there. He's doing some stuff. So we're all joining today for Modern Heathen Man. So you're going to get a couple different views. It's really nice. So I'm going to tell you, grab yourself a cup, grab yourself a horn, grab yourself some mead, grab yourself some coffee, and sit back and join us for Modern Heathen Man. So let's just jump in right away. <clears throat> it's just going to be an open discussion. Whatever you guys want to discuss about heathenry, if you have any questions, you can ask questions since you're the non-heathen. Not that I'm putting it on. You don't misunderstand me. Just You can ask questions if you like. So um, prior to actually starting, we were talking about um, being heathen, what we called it, and what it means to us. So can you say what you said again, Sterling? Um, where do I need to start? Start well, start with like what you what you call it. What, what do you call it? Uh, I, I I call it paganism, and it, 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 it it's what it is. Whether it's Greek, whether it's it's Norse, Germanic, even Saxon. Uh, all of the pagan religions have a form of the same concepts, even Greek. Right. Because they all they all intermix together in the ancient times. So right. just paganism, but if I had to call it somewhere between Norse and Germanic, similar. I right. call them Odin, so we got to go with Norse paganism. Right, right, right. Gotcha. Well, I mean, did you, did you, have you ever read the um, Germanica by Theseus? Uh, I have, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Uh, he does the same thing. He kind of equates them to the same thing. Right. Yeah, They're yeah. very similar. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they took a lot from each other. Same as Christianity when mm -hmm. they took from the, from the pagan the ceremonies and right. holidays and such. So, um, I, 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 they don't like to hear it, but Christianity is just as much pagan as any pagan religion. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they just call it something different, they just call you know. It something different. Exactly. Normally, I say heathen before mm -hmm. I say astro, and then astro, and when people still ponder, I say Norse pagan, uh -huh. um, and then I just kind of break down from there. Gotcha. Because there's other tiers. Yeah, I use Norse pagan quite a bit myself. Yeah. 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 What do you use, Jason? Just Norse paganism. Norse paganism. I'm sorry, sorry, go ahead. I, I, like I said, you know, Norse pagan is where I stand. I say paganism because paganism, the word pagan, can be found in the Bible. So right. The Christians can understand, I'm a pagan. I right. don't believe, I'm a, I'm a heathen, I'm a pagan, I don't right. believe what you believe. Well, usually when you say to a Christian that you're a heathen, it instantaneously, they denote the idea yeah, that we're all sinners. Oh, we're all sinners. Yeah. They're not that kind of heathen, I'm a different kind of heathen. Right? Yeah. Right, right. Because I, I don't use heathen because I grew up uh, in a Catholic family, uh -huh. and... When us kids were acting out, they would call us heathens, which denoted a negative term. So I still have to deal with my Catholic family. So calling myself a heathen is not a good thing. Right, right, right. I get you. But they, they, if I, I call myself a pagan, we just don't talk about it. Right. You know, you get ostracized in a in a Catholic family for being. We're going to be Pentecostal, let alone becoming a full-blown pagan. So. It's funny you mention that. My, my last episode was actually about baggage that we carry with us from one religion to the other. Right. And how some of that baggage is good and some of that baggage is bad. And I was, you know, saying about how, you know, a lot of bad baggage comes with us from one place to the other. And that's a really good point that you don't call yourself this because of that baggage. Right. Yeah, it's really crazy cool. So growing up, I was Roman Catholic right. when I was younger. And then uh, I had the rebellious phase. I had tried out a few other religions just out of curiosity, you know, um, and then 
the last one was Baptist Christian. Okay. Um, and I have a, a friend that is interested in our walk of life because I don't really like to say religion. I mean, religion, the word literally means way of living. Yeah. So I call it a path. I don't even call path. it a religion. Yeah. Call it a way of living because yeah. when you think religion, everyone immediately goes to what everyone thinks religion is nowadays. Organized, so yeah. I try to stay away from that. But, um, I have a friend, he asked, he was like, well, do you still think back to your other ways? And I was like, okay, so scientifically, I know that there is science that makes the lightning and right, the boom right, and right. everything. Right. But right after it, I'm like, oh, well, Thor must be, you know, beating the hammer. Or, mm. you know, if it's a really bad one, I'm like, damn, get him, get him, you right. know? And, you know, I, I, or, I got um, kids, and my, my daughter, she's terrified when thunder comes. So I just, I, I tell her, look, that's just Thor swinging his hammer. He, right. he, he's yeah. out there protecting you. And that, I think that's what our ancestors did as well, you know. Right. The gods are out there protecting us. There's no reason to be in, in fear. Cause they're closer to the storm than we are. Right, that's right. Sure. I also, well, I was going to say, we, we know the clouds are made of some giant brains. Yeah. I mean, just, <laughs> you know, we, we know it for a fact. So uh, <clears throat> he asked me about prayers and stuff. And I went, yeah. listen. The Our Father will come across the TV. And, of mm. course, in the back of my brain, You're I say the old yeah. Catholic way and right. get really hissy when I hear the new way still. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay? It, it's, it's there. But that's not who I look to anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have those, especially when you grew up in the culture, mm -hmm. it's really hard to scrub from your brain. I'm only going on five years of being a heathen now. Mm -hmm. Um... And like I said, that's still there. I can still be like, I yeah, no, you're wrong. Stop <laughs> saying you're wrong. Well, I like the idea that, like, I tell people all the time, like, oh, you, do you really believe that the Earth is made up of a cut-up giant? I'm like, no, we, no. We, don't, we don't look at it like that. I mean, those stories are there to bring us closer to our ancestors, give us an understanding of what they were thinking for their time. You know, they didn't have the benefit of the science that we have today, you know. Their night went to night, and they looked up, and there was all these stars in the sky, and there was no other light other than the fire in front of them. And if they lit it, they lit it. If they didn't, they got cold. You know, so it brings us back to their understandings of the universe around them and how they could see this happening or that happening. I mean, you can go into deep science-y part, and if you well, look at, like, way deep outer space, the way things look like uh, yeah. brain synapses. Synapses? Synapses. Yes. Synapses. Thank you. Well, yeah. You know, so, I mean, you, you could always be like, you could throw that in the bucket for, hey, yeah, just, you right. know, we can just kind of chuck it to that. Well, there's nine separate realities, and I don't know if everybody knows this or not. Um, I was listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk the other day, and he was talking about the nine different dimensions. So, in the world, we all know mathematically things work this way or that way, the other things. And Einstein found there were nine separate dimensions. So, you know, you have three dimensions, two dimensions, one dimension, all the way up to nine, okay? So you take that, and now all of a sudden you have the nine realms. Right. You know what I mean? And then if you look out far enough into the cosmos and pull yourself away, it looks like a giant tree. Mm -hmm. So you have all these nine dimensions within this giant tree that are all forming, and now more and more our ancestors are looking a lot smarter than we thought they were. <laughs> you know? It's, it's kind of like a... a, a... I put together the other day, like the, the, the cloud of an atom, the, not, not the, not the, 
Not the model that we're used to. Right, the diagram. But the right. actual cloud of an atom that's described, if you take that towards a galaxy or the universe, it all looks the same. Right, right. It, it resembles itself. The biggest the thing above. we know resembles the smallest thing we know. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, you know, that's, you know, as above, so below. It's, it's, yep. it's an old Wiccan thing. It's yep. older than that, though. I mean, yeah, it's way older than that. Yeah. So. I, I remember when I first when I first decided I wanted to be a pagan, and I was still living with my parents. I was 17. Uh -huh. And uh, the Catholic roots, see, I wouldn't be able to disown my own son. Mm -hmm. But my, my threat was, I'd, uh, if you stop being Catholic, I will disown you and put you out my house. Right. And I made the decision. I left. Right. You know, and because uh, I was, I felt that that was the path I needed to be on. And if they didn't want to be with me, fine. But it's, it's sad that I come from an area and a, a religion that so intolerant of open-mindedness that they will literally shun you your own family will shun you for not staying in that right almost like the amish just yeah. even more i was hardcore. gonna say i grew up yeah. mennonite so yeah. i understand yeah. that whole philosophy of once you aren't what everybody expects you to be right. you're not part of the community anymore and you're not worthy yeah. to be part of it it, anymore. Is, it was it, used it, against it, me yeah. when i stopped being um christian actually um like really bad I was completely booted from the family I was married into. Um, yeah. It's bad. They, they treat people bad. And, you know, th the biggest thing I have a problem with is that as, as heathens or as people of you know, Norse paganism, we have a hard time getting along with each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yes. and I say this all the time. How do we expect the world to get along with us if we can't get along with each right. other? You know, we're always arguing with each other. We're always, you know, putting each other down for one reason or another. And, you know, I've been trying to stop that a lot with my, you know, Modern Easy Man podcast. It's really hard, though. I mean... The issue I find is is a lot of a lot of pagans come from the Christian side, and that, that's a right-handed religion. It's a right-hand path as it's mm -hmm. organized. Right. And, and uh, a Sasha, heathenry, whatever you want to call it, is not. It's not. It's a left-handed right. path. It's all based solely on the individual experience. Mm-hmm. And if you come to a left-handed path and look at it through a right-handed perspective, you're always going to yeah. find conflict because my individual experience is always going to be different from any of yours. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I find that a lot here, and I'll say this for everybody to hear it, and I've said it many times on here, the idea that when someone asks me a question and my first question to them is, what did the gods and the ancestors tell you about that? Like, they'll come to me and say, oh, I had this dream about this. What does that dream tell you? Well, I, I need to know, I need you to interpret it for me. I don't interpret your dreams. I interpret my dreams out of for me. Exactly. You know, if it was for me, it's different. But you have your own ancestors. You have your own gods. And you have your own frith with them. Right. What did it tell you? You know, and they get upset with you because right. they come with this ideal that we're this organized religion. And I'm the guy who gets to hear all the sins, and I'm the guy who gets to hear all the downfalls. Right. And I'm like, no, you have to do that yourself. That's all for you to do. So. It's almost like a, it very much is a self-help. It is really self-help. <laughs> self I mean, no, you are there to help, we, we but in the need, same, right. Okay, but that's, that's there. We can tell you where to outsource to. We can help you with, right. you know, slightly... Um, discerning some things, but for the majority of it is very much self-help. You need yep. to do the research yourself. You right. need to do mm -hmm. the meditation and the asking of the gods yourself right. to get well, the correct answer. I'll, I'll use you as an example for a second, Scott, if I can. Is that all right? So, Scott, I did a rune reading for him today. Told him not to tell me the question. I don't want to hear the question either. So, 
you know, the, the idea that now you have to ponder that answer, but I don't know that, that question. You know, how long have you been thinking about that answer now? And that's where it becomes for yourself to do things, because that answer is only for you. No matter who was around that listened to what I said to you, they don't know what it's about. You know, that answer is solely for him and no one else. You know, and yeah. I, I focus on, on Odin, so I, I get that. And it's funny, we keep saying self, self, self. Christianity, you, you're taught that Jesus died on the cross for you, right. for them, for someone else did it for you. Right. Yes. But yep. in our religion, in our belief systems, Odin sacrificed himself to himself. Right. In order, and, and he's not saying, I didn't do this for you. I did right. it for me. I did it for me, but here's and, what I got out of it. And, and this is what yeah. I got out of it. Yep. And if you want to go do it, I'm not going to stop you, but you do it for you. Yep. And that was the whole point is it's, it's a self-devotion. Yep. Have, it's not about being selfish, which I get right. that a lot when I try to explain self-devotion. It's make the choices that will improve you in the short and long term. Right. Do what you know will better you. Right. And that, that's one of the things I say to people all the time. You know, one of the things that draws me to this path is the idea that we don't have a devil. Okay? Right. There's nobody we can blame for the way we act. No. We act the way we act because we're people. Right. Okay? So we treat each other the way we expect to treat humans. If you treat someone badly, no offense, it's because you're a bad person. Right. You know, if you treat everybody around you good, it's because you're a good person. There's no scapegoat for us. Nobody making us do anything. It's the, it's, it's the sharing of, of, of the realm, though, that I find when I when I speak of our hell versus their depiction right. of hell. Oh, I and love I, that. And they're like, you'll, you'll go to hell. And I'm like, well, I know hell, and that's not going to be a very... It's, it's not a bad place. Right, right. You're not alone. Some of your ancestors are there, too. Right, right. right. We're all chilling together, yeah. Like, you, I'm okay with going go to hell. To, to, where you go with Odin or hell or, or even Freya. Right. You know, whatever realm you end up in, you might end up somewhere else. You, you right. know, it, it's the nine realms. We're not limited. We're not saying, oh, you can only go to Asgard. You can only go to Alfheim. You can only go to Vanaheim. Right. No, you can go anywhere you want. If you want to go run in Jotunheim, then go run in Jotunheim. Yeah, I show mean, with the Jotuns, exactly. Because, you know, when you when you start studying, like, the, the, the breakdown of the spirit, when you get the Hamingya, which is, you know... Right. I can pass this bracelet on to my, my grandson, and he'll have some of my power with him. Right. You know, the Hamingya, you know, the, the whole basis is we're reborn, but we're not reborn here. Right. We get to choose which realm we want to be reborn in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got I got into an argument, and I'm, I'm not going to say they argued, I discussed like a civilized human being. Right. Uh, a... a you can't go to Valhalla because you're not going to die in battle. Well, how do you know when to die in? And right. he said, no, you don't know I'm not, for right, one. Right. But Odin is the king. Right. Yes, the main rule is that's the way in the Valhalla, but Odin can do whatever he wants. And right. And he likes interesting people. Go meet Loki. It's his favorite person, most yep. interesting person in the universe. Right. If you live a life devoted to you, making yourself better, making yourself interesting, right. you're going to catch the eye of the gods. Yep. yep. And a lot of people don't know that even Thor has his own hall he can bring you to. Right, right. Skirnir. Yep. And, and if, you, if you're strong, that's the place to go, I would assume, because that's what he represents. Well, I think all the gods have their own halls. I mean, to be honest with you, we just haven't heard of them all. Right, right. You yeah. know, and Freyr, who was an enemy at one point, still got a tooth gift of a hall in Alfheim. Right. You know, I'm, and he was an enemy, so I know all the rest of the gods got something. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so... But yeah, so, you know, all that baggage goes along with us, and, you know, it just ties into what I was talking about last week, you know, 
these baggage pieces that we carry with us, you know, help us determine other stuff. The... Baby, They hurt his finger and they're trying to put a band-aid on it. Oh. Sorry, we, we have a bunch of kids here because our kindred's alive. <laughs> so, yeah. Nothing better than the noise of kids to know you're alive, right? That's fair. That's yep. fair. So, what was it? Oh, yeah, with the, with the baggage. The Christianity, I think, brings the most baggage with it. And I, I don't mean this meeting against Christians at all. It's just the way that they're taught. Oh, It's the way they're taught to sit and listen to somebody tell them how things are supposed to be. How they're um, taught that they need to just listen on a Sunday, follow this thing, and do what I say, and you'll be okay. You know what I mean? They're never taught to really do, and they're not encouraged to really seek out and learn anything because when they come right. with questions they're usually ostracized when they come with questions right. and, and that all comes from personal experience you know like try to ask your reverend you know why there's two creations in the book of genesis why was god why was man created twice and they don't have an answer for you you know right. so right. yep yeah i i i probably know the bible as well as any preacher at this point and, yep. and i found there's a difference in, in studying the bible as a christian and studying it as an unbiased spectator you see a lot more things and as a pagan you can pick out what is definitely pagan right side of it yep well like you know i always ask um reverend friends of mine we talk about the bible actually i have a degree in religion just so you know i actually have a degree in religion so um from ohio state <laughs> so but uh yeah, so like I asked them questions like, so explain to me the 12 thrones of the 12 gods that um, John the Revelator saw. And they, they never have an answer for it. Oh, those are the 12 tribes of Israel. Well, why would they have 12 thrones, though? Jesus said there's only you know the right hand of the Father and left hand of the Father. I was reading that just last night, and, and the one I got was from the Catholic Bible, because apparently not all Bibles are the same. No, the Catholic has the Apocrypha, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and and it. When it says, it, it talks about the thrones, the angels, and it talks about the, the apostles of the Lamb. And it brings up the fact that the Catholic Church is is, is an apocryphal church. It, it is built on the the, uh, the apostles. And so, I've read in some books where it has apostles, and then some books that it doesn't. And, mm -hmm. and I find that odd that... I can read three different books, and instead of just an interpretation, it's completely written different. Right. And that, that I just like, uh, I remember growing up, they, they scared you with revelations. I'm sure that our ancestors had fun scaring people with Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely do. Love it. And, and uh, I remember when I was a kid, it was the, the, set of, the four horsemen were, were war, pestilence, famine, and, and death. death. Right. And just recently, I went back to it, because I also remember I was scared of the red text at the back that said, uh, if you add to this book, you are take away. But that's in, that's in Malachi, too, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and I, I found that, but that scared me as a kid. Okay. That scared me as a kid. And when I see, they, they change pestilence to conquer now, right. uh, conquest, and I'm like, well, isn't that changing? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Isn't that? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the Catholic part of me is like, that still scares me, like, yeah. to this day. And I can equate all of that to Ragnarok. Right. And, right. and I can equate the, 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 no. the 12 angels no. to, the, to, the, to the gods. You know, you can compare them back and forth. Right. Even by name, you can make Gabriel Heimdall because of the horn. Yeah, you can, yeah. You can make Michael 
Thor. For I, and know, I'll be know? honest with you, when I first got into this, I did that quite a bit. I, I equated yeah. to um, what I learned as Christianity and how it played just exactly the way it was. No. You, you know, I mean, there's no oh, difference. I didn't. No? No. I did have the, the issue with Odin being kind of like god almost uh-huh. okay so he would be like the extra special person while mm-hmm. everyone else is still special right okay but then over time that that broke right right but in that no i i was just like okay these are all new i must learn about all of these this yep. is interesting <laughs> yeah. give me i want to know <laughs> and i didn't even think to put those two together well, yet right. again i really wasn't while being raised roman catholic uh-huh. I went to the First Communion and did all that. I, I was young. Right. Kind of stuck, you know, certain things. Um, my go around in the Baptist part, um, I can't tell you anything right. that I was told during church time because I honestly it didn't stick. Right. So it was pretty easy to just be like, all right, new people, and this is who I see them as. This is just them. Well, I always found that ironic that if you take the statue of Michael defeating Satan, yeah, and just put a hammer in his hand as it's opposed Thor. to it's Thor. it's Thor. I just put a hammer in his hand as opposed to Thor. I know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, that, yep. that, that's why I always equate yep. it because I can see that. Yep. You know, Gabriel is always depicted with a horn. Heimdall has the horn, so you can yep. do that. You yep. even have female angels like uh, like Ariel, right. which is always depicted as a feminine, the lioness yep. of God. Yep. And you got Freya all day. You know, you've got Raphael, and you could make him the healer. He could either be heir, he could be Forsetti, because right. he deals with well, medical. I law. find that ironic that most Christians don't understand even how angels work. They, right. they just totally negate angels. So, what people don't realize is that the angels are the working part of God. Right, they're the you, you cogs know, in the machine. Right, you don't actually hear God when he talks to you. You hear an angel right. giving the direction of God. And you'll see that later on in the Bible as opposed to God talking to anyone specifically. You know, when when he kills the firstborn of Egypt, it's not God that goes down and kills the firstborn of no. Egypt. It's, it's Michael. Yeah. The right hand of God, the sword of God, goes down and kills all the firstborn of Egypt. Right. God doesn't do the work himself. He sends somebody else to do it. He sends the mafia. Well, he sends the... Right. He's the mafia. Yeah, he goes say, yeah. yeah exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's the mafia, yeah. 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 <laughs> but in all honesty, it's the Valkyrie. That's yes. all that it is. Because yeah. each of our Valkyries have a job. Yeah, a job. Specifically yep. that they do, that yep. they cover... Uh, that they, you know, special things that they only deal with each, right. and they don't overlap. Right. Yeah, and that's the same way the angels work. I mean, right. and again, they're flying creatures that swoop down from the sky. Yeah, big white familiar. wings. <laughs> yeah, really familiar. Yeah, and bring and gold, suckle. Right. With the gold that shimmers right. around them when right. it's really the armor off right. of the Valkyries that shimmer. Yeah. And suckle the sick and bring, you know, good yeah. things and good news and good tidings. Really sounds familiar. Same as so, same. Yeah, yeah. But see, you can you can sit here and go and do this through any any mythology out there, any kind of yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it, all, yep. it, it all has a similar basis that they right. take from, and just it's plugged very differently. Yep. The, there was a Mormon prophet, um, Gordon B. Hinckley, was a Mormon prophet, and he said it best. And to this to his dying day, he said the same thing. He said, all religions have a place on this earth. They all teach us to worship a God. Period. 
And his idea was, I'm not saying that my church is the only church. You know, he wouldn't do that. But he's saying, you know, I believe for me and my family, my church is the right church. But for you and your family, as long as you believe in a God, you're okay. You know what I mean? And I like that. You know, I like that stance that he took. Now, after him, people took other stances beyond that. But, yeah. I mean, everyone has their different views. Like, um, like we've discussed before, you know, my witchy side, I have a, a druid view on... Um, <clears throat> believe that all of the gods that are worshipped, that mm-hmm. have been worshipped over so many centuries, do exist in their own different realms. Mm-hmm. Because if you put enough stock into something, you can manifest it, and it can uh, have life. It's like our gods, uh, if you speak it, you give it life. Right. right. Yep. The minute you so, talk it, it's alive. Yep. I believe that man, there's God and Jesus and, you know, our Thor and Odin, and then there is, you know, Zeus and almost like the American them. Gods book, you know, on Easter very where they're all getting much, together and having a party. Yeah, very much. Man, you're like the 25th Jesus I met. <laughs> like when it comes to similarities, one thing I noticed is like there's a similarity between Jesus and Baldur. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like how they were resurrected. To sacrifice mm-hmm. something. Yeah. In well, the that they, they sacrifice something for everybody else. Like okay, I do. I do guy. have to say this, and, and if this is too much, I'm sorry. Jesus was not white. Well, no, we know that. Okay. No, we no not everyone knows that. We, we all but know Jesus that. Jesus was he, not he was white. He was more Middle Eastern. Well, yeah, he was <laughs> Middle Eastern. He was, he was, he was definitely um, yeah. brown. Yep, yep. <laughs> olive skin. Olive skin. Well, like the Bible yeah. describes him. It says he had skin of olive that was really dark, and it said that he had hair like wool. I mean, it describes See, him in the Bible. So, okay, so right. with, where yeah. it goes is through translation throughout yeah. years, though, and then we have the same problem, too, with. Oh, and it said he wasn't pretty. Translation. He was very comely. Okay, that's. Well, I mean, this is like the Catholic picture of Jesus is legitimately a Roman emperor superimposed over Apollo. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. I mean, I don't remember what emperor was, but I know that that's what it is. The picture is a, is a Roman emperor, and I'm sorry, but. I'm going to change tones here a bit. I've had two people here. Jamie, you didn't meet, so say hello, Jamie. Yes, you got to literally say hello. People on the radio don't oh, hear oh, waving. I was saying hello to him. I didn't know. Hi. <laughs> That's Jamie. <laughs> and we have um, Scott back there. Do you guys have any questions? Like, I, you know, you can ask any question you'd like. I, I'd like that because that'll, like, actually open it up for people that may be afraid to ask that question. You've heard us here griping and talking with each other and yeah. Same Ask a question. No questions bad, no questions horrible. And every like question deserves an answer. Things. What's that? I just like listening to new things. Listening to new things? Mm-hmm. You don't have a question at all? Mm, no? Not yet. Okay. It might come up. Nothing? Wow. We, we are, just... are you enjoying at least what you're hearing? Like, well, is it going interesting? We just totally ruined your whole picture of Jesus. Slightly darkened. Jesus actually comes from Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. His lover. Yep. Male lover. And his Last Supper. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That was very big back That's in those cool. times. Yeah. Yeah. It's big now, apparently. It is. Wow. It had a resurgence. Yeah. <laughs> resurgence. So did the Renaissance. It came back. The Renaissance, Renaissance, Renaissance. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Just kidding. That's horrible. So, anything else? Any other topics you guys want to talk about? I can pick up off the top of my head. I think we covered a very yeah. wide basis, which is yeah. how we went with that. 
All right, so we're going to play around here, have some good fun, and then um, I'll put it back on when we start doing our um, bloat. So you guys can join us for the bloat. But I want to thank you for joining me for Modern Heathen Man. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.